0: and welcome to episode 73 of what did you watch this week my name is mike my name is john and mike looked like he actually scared himself there he like literally jumped back an inch in his chair when he said <laughs> hello this intro yeah well like i was like, like that I think was he aggressive was afraid of himself like oh my god did that come out of my mouth i was just thinking wow that was more aggressive than i planned ha <laughs> <sighs> Well, another fun-filled week of exciting stuff and things. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was for me. It was a light week. Uh, I'll be honest. Like I know that's usually your your role in this is to say uh, that you had a light week because I worked too much overtime or something. I didn't have time to yeah, watch TV. Yeah, I wasn't even working overtime. But I was on tens and cuts right in the middle of the day. The one to elevens. Yeah, and basically like yeah, you leave everything. by noon. Yeah. You, you get out at eleven. I mean, you you can watch maybe a show. Yeah, and then yeah, you go mostly. to bed. and you wake up, and then you don't have any time to watch anything in the morning. No, because you got errands to run. you I got get Stuff it. to do. I get so. it. Yeah, it was a, it was a light week, but I did manage to get in some quality TV watching. Yeah, I got some. I got a little bit of TV watching in. Yeah, got a few news things. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna jump off. I'm gonna jump off the dock here. Uh, talk about the movie we all just watched. You, me, and the wife. Yep. That's my uh, only movie for the week. So yeah, me well. too. Uh, we watched uh, Opening Night, which uh, stars Topher Grace and the uh, and, and Joe from uh, Supernatural. Alona Tall. Oh, there you go, and some other people in it. Rob Riggle uh, here. Anna, Anna Hayes. Uh, was it Ann Hayes Ann H And JC Chavez. Yes, uh, from In The other In guy. Yeah, the other guy from In huh. Essentially, what the uh, the show is about. Is it's the opening night of a musical. And it's a musical at one hit wonders. And it's the like the backstage stuff going on. Top Grace is the showrunner, blah blah blah. And uh I assumed it was just gonna be about a musical, but it would actually was in itself a musical featuring yep. all One Hit Wonders songs. Yeah. So it was it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't bad. It was, it was enjoyable. Toph Grace doesn't sing well. No, no, we just not uh, But like my wife said, well, I never have to watch that again. Uh, actually, I believe she said, well, I never, ever, 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 ever have to watch that again. That's true. That's true. That's not one to keep in the old network. And Netflix then she made list. some racial slurs. I don't think she made racial slurs, oh, John. Maybe that was just a not we, we can't even make jokes about that in, in the times we're in right now. That's true. That is true. <laughs> no, but she she did call into question your ability to choose a movie properly. Okay, look. And here's that got the into deal. a spirited discussion here's about it. Here's the deal. I gave her three options for movies. Take it or leave it. We, we, <laughs> watched, we watched the trailers for uh, absolutely anything with Simon Pegg. Uh, and we watched the trailer for uh, Masterminds. And I watched the trailer for this. And we watched one other trailer. It's a movie called Wild Oats with Jessica Lang and Shirley MacLaine. And I think Demi Moore's in it, but maybe it's a cameo because you see her in the trailer, but her name's not anywhere in like when they talk about it. So anyways, it's like the whales of August, but this time frame or Thelma and Louise, the next generation type of thing. Uh, and I it's just didn't think Louise, if they'd survived, if they survived the fall. But uh, I I just didn't think it would be something John would uh, care about or appreciate. I didn't find out about this until after the movie that that was one of the ones on the table. Because he had just said, you know, hey, come on over. I'm going to find something for all of us to watch. Right. Had you chosen that one, I probably would have just... Gone out and driven around Gardner until it was over. See, yeah, I exactly. I mean, it does look funny, but it's not something you would care about. No, it is something I am going to end up watching with Kate. Yep, uh, and I am fine with that. And, and I am sure you guys yeah. will enjoy it. But. Uh, I really was hoping to watch absolutely anything. Oh, me too. But uh, she, she, she wanted to go with Opening Night, and, and then blamed me when it wasn't as good as she would hoped it would be. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I mean, as it well, was, it was predictable, but it had some oh, good funny ridiculously stuff. Ridiculously predictable, and uh, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I'd suggest watching it. If somebody said, hey, do you think I should watch this? If you like a good funny movie, you know, with with some what I would consider all-star B-list actors. Yes. Yeah. And then some music you're all familiar with because it's one-hit wonders. Yeah. And done in a funny way. There's a couple good dance sequences. There's... A guy and a girl having a competition over who's going to bang a guy first. Yeah. I mean, so there's, there's some great humor in it. Yeah, absolutely. Very adult humor in it. Yes. Yeah. Not a kid-friendly movie. Drugs, ecstasy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, there yeah. you go. I give it a thumbs up. I did kind of watch another movie this week. Oh? I, I watched half a movie, and I haven't finished it yet. I watched half of Alien Covenant. Oh. Are you going to finish it? Probably. <laughs> that was a long pause, my friend. Uh, a long pause. It wasn't bad per se. Like, I know it's getting, <laughs> it's, it's getting shit on a lot. Uh, people aren't liking it. Um, I think if they would have just called it Prometheus 2 instead of Alien Covenant, it probably would have done a little better. I hated Prometheus. See, I didn't mind Prometheus at I all. hated. See, I didn't mind it. Hmm. Um. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't watched the whole thing yet, so I can't really judge it based on what I've seen other than to say they're they're building a story. I don't know what the story is going to be. I don't know what the payoff is going to be. Um, gotcha. So far, like, the, the poster implied we're going to see the alien, right? And we have seen some aliens that, Came out of people's bodies, but they weren't the ones that we're familiar with or used to. They're a different breed or species or whatever. I mean, there's some similarities in the appearance, yeah. but it's not, by any means, it's not the same. The, the standardized name for the alien is the Xenomorph, yeah. because they adapt to whatever they come out of. So right. that's why you'll see some that look like cats, because they came out of a cat. Or, right. you know, the humanoids, or the Predator the version. The Predator one version, yeah. But yeah. these were humans they were coming out of, and it didn't look like the ones we were stereotypically used to seeing so far. It doesn't mean we're not going to see one at right. some point, but I haven't gotten there yet. I gotcha. you. So. I hear you. And it really is a sequel to Prometheus. I mean, friggin' David's in it from, the fir- from Prometheus, you know? So... Yeah, and there's another android in it named Walter that they're they're the same. They look they're like twins, if you will, but they're different. So Michael Fassbender's in it twice. He plays a dual role. Actually, he plays three roles in this. Oh movie. wow! Did, like, does he get to collect three paychecks? I that? don't. I don't know. I'm not privy to the the, the, the accounting. accounting on this, yeah. <laughs> but uh, essentially, he plays David, the original one from Prometheus. He plays Walter, a newer model that's had some options taken away from him. Because of what they consider defective in David. Okay. The, the ability to create or something like that. Okay. Um, and then the other role that we see is at the very beginning of the movie. He is, the, Michael Fassbender is playing the guy that he made these androids in his own likeness. Oh, wow. So he's got any ego on him. He does. He's got a very, probably large Oedipus complex. Mm. But I haven't finished it yet, and maybe I will. Maybe I, maybe I will not. See, that's what happened to me a couple weeks back with Masterminds. I got halfway through it, got called away to do something else and said, I just don't care to see the rest of this movie. Which <clears throat> I'm, I'm glad we know now instead of when I said, we're going to watch Masterminds. Well, yeah, if you had said that, I would have said, uh, no. Just so you know. Yeah. But anyhow. Yeah. So let's talk about stuff that we uh, that we also watched this week. Yeah. Some TV shows and stuff. And yeah. um I uh, uh I watched Midnight Texas. Yep. I, I watched that as well. And basically this episode a succubus is in town. He's she's uh she's killing people like the succubuses do by sucking them. And of course the team bands together and they stop her. And uh Creek's brother is wicked annoying. Uh huh. Uh Bobo is mm-hmm. billed as being a human, but his fighting skill seemed quite heightened for just being a mortal. Yep. And then we also learned that Olivia, who's the hitman, was uh, a prostituted uh, as a kid by her stepmother. Yeah. Maybe that's the way she is. Who knows? Um, I'm not going to give up on this show. Okay. But it's definitely d- didn't wow me this week. No. Uh, see, for me, it stepped down a little further because I was already kind of at the, eh, I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. And this week's episode for me was a, a big thumbs down. Like, yeah. I noticed that there was a conflict next week and I could have resolved it in like 15 or 16 different ways of like, you know, oh, well, I'll record this later. I'll record this later. And I went, no, I'm just not going to record Midnight Texas. What was the conflict? What else were you recording? Uh, American Dad and I want to say Preacher, maybe it moved, uh, Midnight to Sunday. No, Preacher's on Tuesdays. Uh, midnight Texas on Monday. Midnight Texas on, I don't know. I watch I it on Hulu. Yeah. It's, oh, hey, the new episode's out. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I just know that there was a conflict, and I could have picked another night for American Dad or something else, and I just went, nah. All right, fair so enough. I, I'm pretty much done with it after this episode, especially watching that, s- what I considered, stupid, cliched romance oh. with Bobo and the, the chick there. Fiji. Yeah, the exorcist girl who, you know, she's You're like... Wicked. Yeah, she's like, oh, you know, you could come over too. And the other girl's like, no, I want to give you two time alone so you can bond and you can have the uh-uh. Yeah. And basically Fiji tries and then Bobo goes and picks a fight. And she's well, like, has got to oh. go kill people trying to kill him. Yep. Yeah. And, and so she's like, oh, I, I'm so torn now because I want you to love me and I want to love you. But then you kill people and man, It was terrible. I didn't approve. Doesn't sound like you're giving it the old... Uh no, thumbs up at all? No, no. All right. it, it, well, see how he, they had some nice line dancing when they all went down to the local watering hole. Down to, to the old honky-tonk, yeah. we were out the succubus, and, and we kept, like, it was such bad cuts, because, like, one minute, they'd all be split to the four corners of the place, you know, and, like, somebody's lying. The assassin is perfectly line dancing with She else. is talented. And, and, you know, the vampires making jokes at the bar. You know, the guy's like, can I get you something? And he's like, well, I've been off it for a while. It's too tempting to come back. And the guy's like, I don't care, whatever. You know, walks off and he's like, oh, blood. But then all of a sudden, the next second, they're like all collected together in one group and they're like, we should spread out. and go It's a small bar. Okay, it's not very large. Well, see, how you didn't like that, what is something you like that you watch this week? Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones, huh? So I'm gonna say this real quick. Uh, we watched this. My wife and I end up watching this we went to work one day. We had to watch it early, so we watched it with my two-year-old son. And uh, we they, just, they really are good parents. We just decided judge. that we were like, all right. Well, if 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 the if the episode gets too violent or sexual, or whatever, we'll just, we'll stop it, we'll do whatever. And right in the beginning, it doesn't say anything about nudity or sexual contact. Well, that was the thing, when they put the disclaimer, but oh, look, it doesn't say anything about nudity or sexual contact, or 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 even bribes' violence. So I'm like, all right, we should be good. I mean, yeah, those two people got burned alive, but he was playing with a truck and didn't notice. But uh, later on, when uh, Robert Baratheon's bastard there uh, kills the two guys on the beach by clubbing them to death in the head, (laughs) <laughs> with uh, that giant, with hammer. the giant hammer club thing he built. Well, the first strike when he hits the guy in the back of the head with the helmet, I don't know. I don't think Wesley saw. He didn't say anything. He's two and a half, by the way. But the second strike when the guy gets full on hit right in the crushed in the face, Wesley He goes, "Uh oh!" and points at the TV, and then when they show the close up of his face all bashed, and he goes, "Dab boo boo," because he's learning about what Boo Boo saw. <laughs> So we're kinda laughing and my wife is vainly trying to cover his face and I'm like, this it's past. <laughs> uh, it was just hilarious. Uh-oh. <laughs> Cause it took like it was supposed to be like a really tense, kinda like violent scene, and it us laugh hysterically, really. <laughs> so what did you like about this week's episode? Well, I liked here's where I'm gonna sound like the asshole, but I liked the stuff that other people probably weren't gonna like. You know, everyone, the memes started going up immediately, uh, taking the faces of the different people, like the Hound and the the Commander of the Wildlings, Jon Snow, and putting them on the Avengers from that famous Avengers pose. Yes. They're like, that moment when all your favorite characters are going to team up. I'm like, guys we didn't need this. This is literally just fan service. Yes. You know, let's get all these characters, these rough and tumble men, and these grisly giants, and let's put them all together on a quest to go up, and what are they going to do? They're, they're going to, what, grab one stray White Walker, and then right. tie him up and bring him down to Daenerys and, and Cersei to say, hey, look guys, they're really real. What is their end game here? Like, I know they want to prove this, but why not take a dragon, fly overhead, and Grab one and take it back yeah. but it's it's that way. Yeah, seems logical. Instead, they've got like the Fellowship of the Ring walking out across the tundra to collect one of them. Yeah, they're marching as an army. You know, the I, White uh, Walkers are in an army formation. I, I one of the things I read, uh, fan theory, was that uh, Jorah is going to end up being the, the White Walker that they bring back because when they're trying to get one, he's going to get turned after he just got all that stuff peeled off his skin because everything bad happens to him. It's true. You know, he has to overcome something that happens to him. Khaleesi sends him away. He comes back. She lets him stay. Something happens. She sends him away. He comes back. She lets him stay. Yeah, that whole thing where the Weeping Angels sent him back in time on Doctor Who. It's Doctor Who. I I know, but still. The the guy can't catch a break. Look, if Sean Bean can have credit for being (laughs) killed off in everything that he's in, then... But anyhow, so that was one of the fan theories I read, that he'll be end up being the white Walker they bring back. Gotcha. Um, but mostly I liked, I liked the building of the characters. I liked seeing that there's this divide now between Tyrion and Daenerys, you know, because he's like, he's trying to do the traditional thing, which right. is, you know, Oh, let's throw them in jail. And she, she has a good point. She's like, uh, if people think that's an option, they're all going to opt to go into jail. And Correct. then what are we going to do? Fill the jails, feed them all. Right. She's like, they either bend the knee or they die. And now Sam doesn't have a dad or a brother. Which, until this point, I had completely forgotten that they were related to him yeah. at all. Um, yeah. But I, I liked seeing that, too. I liked seeing Sam. You know, he had left the service of the wall and the knights... Nice, become become a maester. Yeah, because he was like, I want to serve. And then he got down there and realized that, A, it's bullshit. Yes. B, it, it was kind of like my foray into uh, state government. Yeah. And I'm sure you've seen it as well. Oh God, yes. You know, watching these guys sit around they're like, Yeah, but you know, we don't really have any proof. So it's like, yeah, well they get the they get the, the the scroll from the Raven that basically says, Hey, this is what's going on. Yeah. And when start Sam, looking stuff up for us. Yeah. And when Sam's like, No, this is real. We need to take care of this, we need to do this because I've seen them myself. This is real. Yeah. And they're like, uh go back to transcribing old scrolls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and he's like, you know what? Fuck these people. I'm done. Which was great because, yeah. you know, he's always been like the cowardly character and the yeah. one that like tucks tail and stuff like that. So it was nice to see that they let this character say, you know what? And he didn't like piss on them. He, he didn't like jump up on the table and take a dump. You know, he just like gathered up Gilly and the baby and said, grab some, grab some books. Yep. Yeah. And said, and they you know what? We're getting out of here. Yeah. We, we can be better serving the realm and Jon Snow. Yeah. Elsewhere. They're gonna, I, I feel like they're heading to the wall. I think that they are. What if he's going to stop and drop Gilly and the baby off for this mom, Not know, and then that's when he's going to find out his dad and brother dead? And yeah, very well be. Because if that's the case, he's the new lord of the castle. Yeah, and, and that could be a little t- stumbling block, too, because then that kid isn't really his. Nope. So he'd have to get Gilly pregnant with a kid that could then carry on the bloodline. You know, that's a lot of pressure on him now to carry on his bloodline. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe. I mean, they did have the sex that one time. Maybe she's pregnant. We don't know. I mean, time doesn't. Time passes either exceptionally fast or exceptionally slow on the show. It's ever since HBO took over and they yeah. stopped going by uh, George R. R. Martin's stuff. Yeah. Um, it, like you know, in this episode, we see Jon Snow say, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna head back up north." And they get in a boat. We watch them push it out, and then suddenly they're back at the wall. Yeah. And it's like, and they didn't even stop off at Winterfell. No, they sailed no. past it. Yeah like a three-hour tour. Hey, speaking of being pregnant, Cersei's pregnant Ugh. with Jamie's baby, and he's excited. Yeah, Ugh. and she's excited, and you know, she's at the point now where I, I think where she's just she doesn't give two shits if anyone knows. No, she really does. No, she doesn't care if anyone knows. She's the queen, and yeah. she feels she's untouchable because no. of that. But yeah, she definitely feels untouchable. Yeah, um, I, I enjoyed seeing. Um, Tyrion and Jamie talking, you know basically Tyrion saying, "Oh you outsmarted me and Jamie's like well i uh I, I I want to kill you but I can't because you're still my brother and i uh I for one am a, I'm very big fan of braun uh-huh I loved the interactions with, with Bron and Jamie. Like, you know what I mean? Like basically Bron's like, yeah, I'm your friend. That's why I saved your life. You owe me some money. You yeah. owe me things you promised yeah, me. Yeah. No dragon gets to kill you yeah. until I get yeah, paid. But, uh, but you know, you're, you're still my friend or whatever. And then he goes, she goes, I have to go tell Cersei, you're better off jumping back in the lake. Yeah. <laughs> or then later on where he goes, that's just one dragon. And she brings all three of those to, you know, to, um, King's Landing. King's Landing. He's like, you're fucked. Don't you mean we're fucked? No, no. Our friendship ends at dragons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which was contradictory because Correct. he just saved, saved him, him from a dragon. dragon. But yeah, but I, he I, wants to get paid. He's got like a hierarchy. He's like, my pay, yep. my castle, my life. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I enjoy Bronn. Yep. I enjoy him as a character. Yep. Yeah, I find him to be hilarious. But uh, We've only got a couple episodes left. We're recording this Saturday night now. I know. We keep shaking things up. So tomorrow night will be a new episode. It's work schedules. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Basically. Like, I haven't watched any Dark Matter. Allegedly, it was on last week, but... We still can't prove it. I can't. I went online to Wikipedia and it said, oh, yeah, it was on. This was the episode. Uh, And then I go to the Sci-Fi Channel app, and it's like, nope, it wasn't on. It's still not on demand that I found it. Yeah, and did you see... I don't even look to see if there's... Last night's episode is up there, yet. Yeah. I haven't looked either. It would have been on my DVR, and I don't remember seeing it. Yeah. But so. Interesting. Uh, oh, and, uh... Arya spying on Littlefinger. Yeah. And then Littlefinger spying on her. Yeah. He, 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 like, left her a note. Yeah. Well, he Someone fetched a scroll for him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, is this the only copy? Yes. He wouldn't hit it in his room. Uh, And then hid it in his room. That was air quotes, people. When Arya found it, it was like a message from Sansa to her, or just a message from Sansa, basically to somebody. And we're led to believe that that was the scroll. And I think that I don't think that was the scroll. No, I think that was a plant. Or oh yeah, absolutely. Because because then she like sneaks out of his room, and we get the. Shot of him standing up in the corner, sinisterly looking. It's like down. that, a lights only on his eyes. Yeah, he's like, a oh ha ha! She fell for my genius yeah. trap. She we needs to just kill him? Yeah, I think so. I think isn't he on the list? He is. I'm pretty sure he's on the yeah. list. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of talking in this episode. Basically, there was. That's why there wasn't any uh, gratuitous violence yeah. or nudity or sex. Well, I, um, I I like it. Yep. I like it a lot. Like I said, I think Daenerys made some good points that basically if you give them an option of prison, then they're going to go to prison. Yeah. It's, you know, that's... Of course. Sorry. I was just going to say, you know, we see that today where our prisons are overcrowded with everything because it's an option, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, The big scene, though, we get is when uh, Felicity lands the dragon, Right in front of Jon Snow. Oh yeah, and you know he breathes, and Jon Snow takes his hand off, his glove out of his head, hand out of his glove, and he touches the dragon, and it like, kind of crushes his face, and it calms right down. And because he's got some, you know, Targaryen mm-hmm. blood in him. Yeah, oh, and the look on her face, she was like, yeah, it, it was like at first she was a little concerned, and then it was like a total like sploosh moment. Like she was like, oh, this is so hot. This is so hot. Like. Incidentally, when John says sploosh Today moment, when John says sploosh moment uh, he meant that she got moist in her nether regions. And yes. he described that by taking both hands and waving them downwards and down an open motion. <laughs> sploosh. Like if you were to put your hands up and do what you'd be like opening the doors. Yep. <laughs> Downward. If any of you out there watch Archer, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, there we go. That's, that's what I should have said. <laughs> As Ray said in one episode, and I guess whatever the male equivalent of Sploosh is, which I guess is still Sploosh. <laughs> um, I watched Hooten in the Lady. As did I. Uh, Alex jets off to Moscow to help Hooten search for a lost Fabergé egg. This was interesting because like, it was a it was a very cold open on some guy. I was like, is this Hooten in disguise? Because he was like, a yeah. guy with like a lot of facial hair and like almost looked like he was wearing a disguise. And, nope, he's he's Hercules. No, nope. Yeah, he's yeah. Hercules, yeah. and Hooten's real name we learned a couple episodes back is Ulysses. Right. So it was weird hearing them call each other Hercules and Ulysses. And, and essentially what it is is this guy had something to do with helping out Hooten or whatever. He knew about him personally, which it's alluded that Hooten had a wife and child that was killed by somebody. Or at least two people who were very special. I yes, think. that was killed by somebody. Could have been parents. Could have been. I, I was, for some reason, I'm thinking wife and child. That, yeah, that's why my brain was Because he too. did say, you know, those that you love the most are taken from you. Yeah. yeah. But anyhow, so this this person who killed him is now looking for this Fabergé egg, and so he calls Alex, who's, of course, in the middle of, uh, you know, picking out cake or some crap thing. Did, um, didn't the guy allude, though, that, that the person who killed those people is now dead? He did, but then we saw, like, a sinister hand right, of right. someone watching him. So <laughs> that was Dr. Claw, basically. <laughs> yeah. So basically, it's assumed that person is still alive. Yeah. Um, yeah, long and the short of it, she heads off to help him. Because Hooten, he promises her that this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Right. who gets captured again. She rescues him. Of <laughs> course. who's um, friend is killed. In the same manner yes. that the other people were killed, which is yes. death by scorpion sting. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, <clears throat> but Hooten and the lady, they find the girl that has the egg, they get the egg. Who was the maid? Who was the maid the whole time, yeah. who the maid at the hotel. Uh, the lady is so excited to have this Fabergé egg. But and she's been the doubting one the whole time. She has until she saw it. Yep. Cause she kept saying it's plastic, it can't be real, cause there were only fifty eggs, there's not a fifty first egg, and blah blah blah. I went online and looked it up. There was more than fifty. Oh really? Yeah. It was like sixty-four or something <sighs> like that. Shame on the show creators for I not know. doing some simple. And then research. he made some other eggs for like this these other people. These fifty or whatever, like these sixty-four were the Imperial eggs. And you got that from a simple Google search. Come on, writers of Hootin and the Lady. What's up with that? It took some creative license, John. Creative license. So anyways, um, so of course, because they can never bring back anything they find, Hootin throws it in the lake. Yep. Because he says it's cursed. The person who's looking for it will never stop. He'll kill you. He'll kill your family. He'll kill everybody. And it's cursing. You don't want this. And then. So instead of an ocean, he throws it in a lake. A lake, yeah. Because they're by the lake. Yeah. I mean, if their water source that they nearby had been a puddle, I mean, maybe he would have done that. A would bit easier to find. Yep. But Alex calls back to, or she gets a phone call, whatever it is, basically her boss. And her mom has gone to her boss to be like, you need to put her, you, you need to desk her. Yeah. You need to park her and not let her go. He basically, that's what he tries to do. And she's just basically like, fuck off. Yep. And uh, and the female uh, lady there that yeah, works with her, she's yeah. like, yeah, how do you think that went? Uh and uh, Alex goes back to the lake and basically dives till she finds it. Yep. And then... This is where it was weird. Okay, so she's looking in the rearview mirror. When she gets in the car, she's like the big eyes. Yeah. Like, does she sees something? And then we cut to the rearview mirror point of view, and it's kind of her looking at herself. Yeah. And nobody popped up from the back or anything. And there was something else in this episode. We got to meet, like, her nemesis... Yeah, yeah. You know, another um, will to do lady who. It, this part really bothered me. Okay, so there's this woman who's mm-hmm. you know the femme fatale because uh, apparently all women who work in the archaeological field are just drop dead gorgeous. I didn't think this woman was gorgeous at all. Yeah, she had tight leather pants. You and I on. have very different. I know on. we do, but I, I tried. tried. I looked at her face. I'm like, no, no, that's fine. But anyway, so she had a fit body. And well-groomed hair, face, that kind of stuff. We can agree on that. Um, But at one point, like, they sneak into... What can only be described as a wedding for the general's daughter—like some big military guy in Russia, his daughter's getting married. Yeah, they crash the wedding. Yeah, they crash the wedding, and in the middle of it, this femme fatale comes in and is firing a handheld crossbow that she pulls out of her purse, right out of her purse. Yeah, and everybody in there, including what you can only assume are several people sort of the military, power. yeah, yeah, right. all hit the floor yep. and go. Ah! And she gets to just walk around and fire off, like, three or four darts. Yeah. Slowly reloading and talking shit about Alex the whole time. Yep. And how she took her job. Or, you took you my took her job. job. <laughs> and, and Thank you, South Park. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that was kind of like, eh. Yeah, I'm looking around. I'm like, wait, a bit, wait, wait, wait. This is a military wedding. There's security here. That's how they had to sneak in because yeah. of the security. And yet nobody was like, get that woman. She's got a crossbow. I mean, later you see her taken away in cuffs. But come on, that was only after the police showed up. Yeah, exactly. So who was who was minding the kennel at that point? Um, but the reason that I thought that it was weird is because you know we have all this stuff, and then the episode just ends. It never says to be continued. Yeah, but there's just, no resolution. I think the assumption is that it's going to be a two part. Because there was a helicopter flying overhead. You you like saw the helicopter shining the light down on the lake. And yeah. it goes past her, and then she comes up, and she's like, oh, I got the egg. And she goes and sits in the vehicle, and then you see the helicopter, like, going overhead again, and it's going towards who? And it kind of circles up around him and kind of spotlights him a little bit and then keeps on going. Yeah, it, like, leaves, and then the episode just ends, like, literally just th- done. So that was a little bit odd. Yeah, it wasn't a very uh, exciting ending. No. No, no. So Preacher was okay. Yep. That, that was. It had some good moments. Well, okay. The opening sequence there's a, a, a group of grill operatives are going to are, are closing in on Dennis's house to take them all out, basically, yep. and get the box. But they're prepared. Yeah, they got the they got earphones or whatever on noise canceling earphones so that um, they can't hear him. They can't hear Jesse. They can't hear Jesse. And they got night, no. vision yep, night vision goggles. Night vision goggles. Cut the power. And so they they burst in, and the first person you see, whatever, like they 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 killed uh, Dennis. Yep, yeah. because he's laying in bed, just uh, and then, so they shot him. And initially, I thought, ah, oh, that's too bad. I guess, like, yeah, that's, that's how he's going to end. Yeah, that's how he's going to end. I mean, granted, he was dying anyway, but, but still, yeah. Uh, and then he comes back later because apparently uh, Cassidy bitten him, made him a vampire, so he starts eating people. Yeah, and viciously, he becomes. Uh, in my point of view, a very despised character. He annoys the piss out of me. And oh, this. yeah. It's so bad. Just from simply him talking to Cassidy to later on when he's playing his loud French music and dancing around. Yeah. Like, it was just... And, yeah. I, I liked a lot of the opening sequence. The way yes. that they set it up. You know, the camera work was good. They did a lot making it look like uh, a first-person shooter game. And they also cut out all the sound so that it was like you were listening through yep, their Exactly. Even when they even they bust in the house. Yep. And every now and then you'd hear a microphone because they had their earpieces, but they were being very quiet about it. Yep. Um, so I really enjoyed that and watching like bodies fly out of another room and you know it, it was good. You definitely got that one soldier's point of view. Yes. But Jesse eventually gets the earphones off and tells him to go kill his friends. Yep. Which he does. Yep. But then Jesse gets a little paranoid. Well, he calls the local police and basically uses his his voice to tell them that they all work for him and that they're going to stick around there. And yeah, told Tulip to take a nap. Exactly. Yeah, because <laughs> he hadn't slept in days and on and on and on. And, and then nothing happens for like a week. Yeah, like and that they, that's and what he implies he only has enough. They only have the money for seven days. Yeah. But like Jesse's constantly looking out the window and like watching the streets, and he's got the cops of the town like surrounding him constantly. Make him check in like every fifteen minutes, and yep. yeah, and that part was kind of unsat. That that part was very unsatisfying. That whole yeah. paranoid. We're gonna bunker down. Dennis being wicked, fucking obnoxious, annoying. Yep. You know what else was kind of unsatisfying? What? Um, the the fact that hair star there, yeah. Uh, was very upset and, like, came into his two subordinates and was like, I want to live out a rape fantasy. Find a professional. And they're like, okay. And they were like, yes, we'll do that. And yeah. it, I mean, I know. You do what your boss tells you. Well, but, initially she says, oh, I'll go find a short skirt and da 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 And he's like, no, not with you. We're yeah. A professional. Oh, okay, we'll get on that. And, and then they hire, like, five guys. Yeah, three guys come in and kind of go to town on him. Oh, yeah. And at first he's like, no, this isn't happening. And then when they basically force him, themselves on it, he just kind of takes it. Yeah. Gets reads a, a file. He, he reads a file and is like, oh, now I've figured things out. I have perspective. And then they talk about how they're going to unleash, what was it, like Dave or something? Brad. Brad. Which was like a ballistic something radio access drone blah 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 yeah but they didn't tell us you know we're going to release brad oh brad is going to take care of this brad 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 and so like you get one scene where one of the cops is sitting out in his car like checking in and there's this big behemoth yeah weird fat guy, oh like, no but i thought it was gonna be the cleaner at first oh, oh cleaner came in and he was acting all weird and yeah. odd, and so i thought oh that's him and then like you said they had that Big hulking guy with a clown mask on. Yep. He picks a fight with the cops, and I thought, oh, he's the distraction for Brad, and and he kind well, of was, but he wasn't. Yeah, it it really like I think that they what they were trying to do was make us feel what Jesse was feeling with the paranoia, like oh, yeah. is this Brad? Is this Brad? But you're right, Brad was just a drone missile, and then they launched him, and and Hair Stars like, nope, cancel it, and all they can do is is they can't cancel it. All they can do is redirect the flight path, and they crash it. Harry Connick, Jr.'s house. Which Where is did you great. send it? Harry Connick, Jr.'s house. Good choice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I thought that was hilarious. So, yeah, after this week, I really want them to get back to doing something. Episodes? Get back on the road. Jesus, get back on the road. Leave Dennis there. Just leave him to run amok in New Orleans. Let him have some fun, but just... Get out of New Orleans, yep. get back on the road, yep. get back to looking for God. I agree with that. Ah, damn. Uh, so in Blood Drive, Yes. we left off the previous episode, uh, Arthur had disappeared. We found out this episode he'd walked off, and he went up to this town named Cronenberg. Cronenberg! And essentially there's, a, there's this thing called the scar, which is like an opening in the earth, and there's this gas that's leaking out of it, and it basically alters your mental state. It doesn't let you see how all the people there hideously kind of rotted away. That uh, look like Cronenbergs. So. Yeah. Instead, to them, they look normal. It doesn't, you know, it, it basically masks them to everything there. And it's alluded that the longer you're there, the more it affects you. Yeah. Or the and, easier and, it affects you. And it's also alluded that, um, that whatever is producing this gas from the scar is yeah. alive and needs bodies to eat because every year or so, they. Have a ceremony where they dump a body in there, and it yes. gets slowly digested. Yeah, basically. Yep. Um, so, Arthur, of course, has been uh, gassed, because he's been there the longest, and he's been fooled. And, uh, you know, Grace, of course, has clarity. Uh, she gets gassed at first, but then she gets clear. Right. Yep. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so... Arthur. He ends up with this girl, and because he's going to be the new town cobbler, he's gonna be the new town cobbler because the old one's going to be killing himself, uh, um, sacrificing himself to the to the beast or the whatever. Yep. And um, because that's what a good life does. When you have a good life, you give of your own life so that everybody else can be happy. That was pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That is. Yeah. Um. And then, of course, we find Aki's still got some sort of programming. She can't only go so far away before she starts vomiting a rainbow, apparently. (laughs) Like, literally, like, first it's blue, then it's red, then it's green, then it's blue, then it's red. And then she even has the gray line, kiss my rainbow. Oh, it was great. She, like, sends Christopher on. She's like, I've got to stay here, but kiss my rainbow. She's got, like, rainbow-colored puke all over her lips. and he Kisses kisses her. her. That's love right there. That is love right there. What's love Um, got to do with it? Got to do with it? Slink was pretty good in this one. Yeah, Slink, uh, Slink shows up to save the day. Yep. Because he wasn't having none of this. He was like, basically, he's still fighting. They, they found a loophole in his contract. So they said that they're going to fire him because, you know, people want to see more of um, Grace and Barbie there. Yeah. And, and he's like, and they've just... gone missing. <laughs> right. So he's like, I'm going to go find him. And I mean, he shows up in Cronenberg with a full gas mask on and, like, Weapons and he's ready. He's like, no, I'm he's, gonna. And take he's blasting things. the town with that gas. Yep, because he's like somehow managed to suck it up through. Uh, then he starts sealing in the crack with the largest cement mixer I've ever seen. That was already preloaded with enough cement to fill in that entire crack under the church. Um, Yeah, that truck just seemed to keep going and going and going and going. And when he first rolled up on that scene, the the tumbler was not spinning. Nope, it was not. Which means it's pretty much solid inside if the tumbler's not spinning. Yep. Yep. Um, But it was still a solid episode. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Absolutely. For those who don't know, Cronenberg is considered to be one of the original masters of horror. Not for things like Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street, but for the gross stuff like he did The Fly with Jeff Goldblum, Eraserhead, Naked Lunch. Yep. All the really like deformed, gross, uh, humanoid-type monsters are from the minds of Cronenberg. And so his name kind of becomes I was telling Mike that uh, they did an episode of Rick and Morty where they yes. ended up altering the DNA of every living thing that didn't have DNA from Morty's family, and uh, they all turned into disgusting mutated creatures that they called Cronenbergs, and now they call that universe the Cronenberg universe, so, yep. Fair enough. What else did you watch this week, John? Uh, The guest book. Oh, yeah? Did you uh, catch that episode? I did. We got another uh, Raising Hope alumni. Yes. Wrestling this week. Yep. Essentially, her and her new boyfriend head up to the cabin with his eight-year-old or nine-year-old daughter so they can get to know each other. That's Guess right. what? Doesn't go well. That's right, because, <gasps> shocking, she has a past as a porn star. Yeah, uh, incidentally, when they just glaze over that, she just does a quick rundown of how she got into what she used to do. It was <laughs> hilarious. It really was. It was absolutely hilarious. And the fact that she decided to get out because she'd become a MILF. She, She found herself on set one day and there was like the younger girl and the younger guy and they were getting ready and she's standing there with an apron and realized, Oh my God, I'm a milf. I would have thought that at this point in my life, I'd actually have kids and a family and be a real milf, but no. So she runs away and meets this guy who his wife is dead. Yeah. But apparently it wasn't a great marriage. So you kind of wonder if like, he's a little too nice, so maybe he snapped. Well, maybe he just looked at, "Holy crap, I got this girl." Yeah, kind of mellow down. Yeah, so he he basically like he's the normal. Golly gosh, you know, I got braces as an adult and jeepers creepers. My my daughter would just love to play this board game with you. So yeah, uh, he's 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 a, he's a black fellow, is he not? He is, yes. It reminds me of it reminds me of uh, on the Chappelle show, Dave Chappelle um, talking to Wayne Brady and the guy going in the little dream sequence saying that Wayne Brady makes Brian Gumble look black. Yes. And all I can think of is this guy is Brian Gumble like yep. that time. <laughs> But basically, when Jamie Presley's character was a porn star, she did a lot of drugs. Lots of drugs. And she's kicked the habit, but she still has to like go back a little bit. So she's nervous about being up there with the daughter, so she buys some pot brownies. So the, the first person that she runs into in the porn flashback that she's going to have sex with is John Morrison, Russell and John Morrison. And she goes, don't finish on my face. And he goes, it'll go where it goes. And then later on, oh, she's such a great lie. And then later on, she goes, if you finish on my face, I swear to God, I'm going to rip your throat out. You know, and, and he goes, yeah, I'm just the props guy. and The cast is over there. And he puts like an apron over her head. That's when she realizes yep. she's the male. I just, yeah. It goes where it goes. <laughs> so she starts eating just a little bit of a pot brownie because that's what you're supposed to do. You're just supposed to eat a little bit. And then the daughter comes over and she's like, Oh my God, I love brownies. I want brownies. And dad's like, Oh, well you could give her a brownie. She loves brownies. And Jamie Presley's like, Oh, uh, it's almost dinner time. He's like, Oh, it's okay. We'll let her have so she just stuffs both brownies in her face and she's like, I don't like to share. So now she's just tripping balls. And, uh, some hilarity ensues. Uh, it's, oh, when little kids do drugs, it's always funny, John. Yeah. Um, I I like how the guest book keeps moving and the reason that people are writing in it. It's not just that, you know, at the end of their trip, they're like, oh, I feel like writing in the – like the last time, they, she was writing in it because, you know, the husband and the boss and um, that woman who called her up out of nowhere and wanted money because she was trying to get out of her four-way marriage and so she's like, I'm hiding this guest book so that nobody finds it. And the cubby that she hides it in is where Jamie Presley goes to hide during hide and seek. Yeah, so she sees it, so then she starts writing in it. Exactly. Because, yeah. um, but it's a good show. It is. It's funny. It's funny. It's short, 20 minutes long. You know, it's great. Yep, they all lead into the next one. That's one thing I like. And I like the little explanations at the beginning. Yes. Like there are, there's these two guys like on their coffee break at the <laughs> vending machine at work. And he's like, oh, the guest book is back tonight. But don't forget. And he recaps like we have locals that live in town and this is who they are. And this one's doing this and this one's doing that. And this one's going to the the titty bar and blah, blah, blah. And, excuse me. Um, I like it. And the, and the guy goes, I don't know. It just seems like it takes weights. It's way too complicated to get involved. You had to took way too long to explain that. It was 15 seconds. If you have 15 <laughs> seconds, then you'll understand what it's about. I, I had flashbacks when I saw that of the old days when I used to do that with you. I'd be like, dude, there's this show on and we really got to watch it, blah, blah, blah. It's great and it's this. And you'd just be like, I don't have time for other shows. <laughs> I just caught you up. You're all set. Just start watching this show. <laughs> nope, don't have time for any other shows. <laughs> Damn it. I, I felt like I was that guy. <laughs> awesome. Um, but, yeah, I really enjoy it. it. It's a good, fun show every week. Uh, it really is some good storytelling, the way that they tie everything in together. Yes, I like that. Um, other than that, I've just got one other show. And uh, What's that? Uh, that's the one that we're going to talk about at the very end. Oh, okay. Do you have any other shows? Uh, no, actually, let me run through my list here. I All watched right. a little documentary that I thought was interesting, but I think I'll talk about that next week. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> short 45-minute documentary on Netflix. Okay. I got a little bit of news I want to discuss. Go for it, because I got a little news as well. Yeah. We're going to finish up this week, by the way, everybody. We're going to talk about The Defenders, because we've both watched all eight episodes. Yep. So we're going to get everything set aside and then be like, all right, it's now Defender talk time. So if you want to hear spoilers, here they are. If you don't want to hear spoilers, listen to this after you've watched it. Right. Exactly. We're going to be nice to everybody, because it is only a day old. Like It literally came out yesterday morning. So my first bit of news I have is X Files last week announced that Annabeth Gish would be returning as Monica Reyes, pretty cool, pretty awesome. And now this week they've announced that Robbie Amell and Lauren Ambrose are going to be returning as agents Kid Miller and Liz Einstein. (laughs) Uh, He announced that um, of the ten episodes that we're getting this season, we're getting ten episodes this season. Whoa, that's this many. That's. John was holding up two hands and his foot so we're going to have to explain to him how much 10 <laughs> is. A baker's really. dozen. <laughs> um last season we got 6 episodes. We got 3 mythology episodes and 3 standalones and it was it was fans pretty much said they enjoyed the standalones more than the mythology ones. Uh, Because at this point with the mythology, it's been so long between seasons, and they're recognizing that on the show that it's been so long that it's almost like the mythology part of all it's kind of lost its luster. Yep. Uh, However, the standalone episodes are amazing, and the Human" episode. Literally the best thing ever. the the best episode of that season, and it's probably like one of the best X-Files episodes. Yeah, and and that's saying a lot because I I recognize that you still have to go back to some of the early ones like Home. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know that you can there, really there compare them. There is some them. great episode. Yeah. yes. Yeah. There's um, uh, Jose Chung's that Came From Outer Space. Yes, absolutely. I mean, that is an awesome episode. Absolutely yep. awesome. Yep. Um, so anyhow, uh, Chris Carter announced this week, or last week, whatever it was, that there, of these ten episodes, two of them will be mythology-based. The other eight are all standalone. No. So it's almost like they went, all right, we see what people like. So, basically, the first one will probably be the one of the first and the last ones, I bet, would be mythology-based. And then the middle... Because they got to wrap up that friggin' cliffhanger that they left us on. A mass finale, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is. Another um, like bit of news is Super Troopers 2's got a release date, April 20th. 420, 420 for 20. those who like to giggle about things <sighs> like that. I'm... I'll be honest. I am so skeptical about this movie. Because it's been three years in the making already? Uh, the movie's been three years in the making. Uh, it's been, what, the first one came out like 2002? Or three, something like that, yeah. And since Super Troopers came out, which was great. It was fantastic. It's, it's, it's a great movie, yeah. It, it's You can stand in a crowded room, or yeah. a not crowded room, and say something like, you know, uh, Farva's number one, and people will be like, oh... Ah! No, I'm going to pistol-whip the next person that oh, says shenanigans. All Highway. Yes. Dude, the other day, I took a call from Augusta. <laughs> Sorry, this is work-related. I took an hour call from the, the, the shenanigans bar in Augusta. Oh, no. Because the guy was reporting uh, a disturbance, and I connected to the city of Augusta police. And I go, you know, state of police Augusta, connected to a caller at... Uh, can I get a caller on Water Street and Augusta at shenanigans reporting some shenanigans going on? Sir, go ahead. The guy goes, yeah, these guys are down here, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Like, I'm high-fiving myself. Nice. At shenanigans reporting some shenanigans. Um, it's the little things. But, yeah, since Super Troopers, yeah. none of their movies have been good. They, they haven't been shit, but, like, Club Dread. I, I liked Club Dread. It, it was okay at best. Yeah, like, I like I liked Club Dread. There was parts I really liked about it. I felt wow. like with Club Dread, they really went for the star factor. Like they kept bringing in all those actors and actresses that were names at the time. Yeah, yeah. And it just kind of went a little bit over the top. Um, Farva having the mystical abilities to like yeah, contort his body and stuff, uh, and then Beerfest was yeah. just garbage. Um, I've still never watched the and Salmon. I didn't care for that at all. I, I yeah. got that impression, and I was like, I just don't even I feel that. like if they're going back home to the one that started it all, to the one that actually people like the most, yep. I mean, I feel like I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. I, I do, too. I they really did a great do. job on the first one, and so either this one is going to be way over the top, or they're going to rehash all the same shit from the first one, because they got a lot of first time about. around. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm worried that they're going to try to just repeat the same jokes. They're going to play repeater, basically. Right, yeah. You know, like littering and, littering and, littering and, smoking the reefer. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yes. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> How many tickets you write today? Uh, I'll have to check my uh, pad, but a zero. <laughs> Sounds <Good>. about right. <laughs> I, just, I still love that part where he goes, If one more of you says shenanigans, I'll pistol the you to death, I swear to God. Hey, hey farmer, what's the name of that bar you like all the crazy shit? Oh, Shenanigans! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> give me six Schlitzes. We don't have Schlitz, but, sir. Yeah, whatever's free. Uh, uh, um, we don't have a leader call. <laughs> so I had a couple of news items. Um, two of them involving the same actor. Okay, uh, that would be David Tennant because David oh, Tennant's awesome. I have a news note about him as well. Um, well, let's see if it matches up. Okay. Uh, David Tennant posed for a picture with Jessica Jones, you know, Kristen Ritter. That's my note on, uh, the set of Jessica Jones season two. And, and he was fully dressed up and we can only assume that this will be like flashbacks or like the demon in his head. Like he'll be haunting her essentially. Cause come on, it, it Spoiler alert, people. He died at the end of Jessica Jones Season I 1. I feel like it's going to be a flashback type like, of thing. Like, she held him up and snapped his neck. Oh, yeah. He's, he's dead. He did. He's dead, dead, dead. But state. I'm thinking that it's going to be, like, that voice in her head. Or, like, you know, he'll appear and he'll be, like, taunting her and nobody else can see him because it's just her inner demons. Now, is this going to be taking place after the events of the Defenders, probably? Yes. I hope so. Yeah, because they're trying to keep him in chronological order. Okay. So. Um, Makes sense. The other one, and I feel like... This is a hit on my geek card. I have never read the book Good Omens by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. It's supposedly classic fantasy. It's it's supposedly awesome. But it's basically talking about the end of the world coming. And there's an angel and a demon that are both bored and want to do something about it. Okay. They're adapting it. I believe... Oh, God. I, uh, I believe it's a TV series. It's going to yep. be like six episodes. Okay. And um, David Tennant is going to be playing the... Uh, Demon Crowley. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, uh, Michael Sheen, and I looked him up, and I didn't recognize a lot of what he's been in, but he'll be playing the angel. I know that name. It's one of those, you look at the face, you look at the name, and you're like, I know him, but nothing really jumps out. Um, So I want to go back and read the book, or maybe get the Audible and listen to it, because I've heard nothing but good about it. My ex started reading it about 17 times and never got through it. Because she wanted people to think she was cool, and you know, so she would start reading it, and then. Did read it? I'm I'm sure she has. Yep. Um, But Terry Pratchett, awesome. Yep. Neil Gaiman has some hits and misses. Yep. Um, But yeah, should be worth checking out. Yep. Uh, Kirk Acevedo, you know the name. Yes. He's going to be joining Arrow season two or Arrow season six. As a uh, villain from the comics, basically a drug lord kind of person, but I like him as an actor. I think nice, been good work. And the only other news that I have is that big surprise: Ozark has been renewed for a second season. I still haven't watched Woo! that yet. I still plan on watching it. I just I haven't. It's so good. It's really riveting. Um, the only other bit I had was that, uh, and I don't want to get into great t- detail about it, but they, I just saw it reported that a a, a a woman, a stunt woman, passed away, died in a motorcycle crash from the Deadpool two set. Yeah, and not to sound cold, but I really hope it doesn't delay the movie for so long. Like, it, for, yeah, it's not. I cool. They got to shut down. I'm sure there's going a process, but like, yeah. you know, it's just uh, the other thing. I'm like, I wonder if they're going to start now with all the oh we have to ban this and stop this and on and on and on no nope, you know. I have not seen anything about that it, it comes with the territory you know literally people who are stunt workers you know they throw themselves out of windows they throw themselves right. out of buildings they punch each other kick each they, it they know the risk when they go into it it is tragic absolutely yeah but yeah it comes with the territory it's like the guy who tests the bulletproof vest by standing there when somebody shoots at them <laughs> that, that's, that's a job you think right? they could nah, I, I does, feel like they happen? I feel like they propped them up on like a dummy or something oh the, the guy why would he be propped up on a dummy why wouldn't you the put bullet, him against a wall A bulletproof vest oh 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 and then that's how they gotcha. test it out to see if it works gotcha boy that'd be a lot safer but yeah, but yeah. then you're taking jobs from hard working Americans yeah who want to know what it feels like to get shot with a bulletproof vest right on. Tulip's been doing it on Preacher she's been winning money doing it that's right any yeah, right. yeah, other news-based stuff? I don't. Do you? I don't. All right. I think we've come to the point, people, where we're going to start talking defenders. Yes. So if you don't want to hear about defenders, and we get it, yeah, absolutely. Then just take this moment to uh, to to sign off this week. Yep. And we'll uh, we'll be back next week to talk about other stuff. You'll want to hear about defenders then. But yeah, take yourself a moment, walk away. All right. If you're still here. Are you still here? Cool. All right. So, Mike, let's talk Defenders. Okay. Spoiler full. Defenders discussion. Frank Castle's not in it. Yeah. It, I waited. Big dick move, I waited. Netflix. All eight episodes, I figured we'd probably won't see him to the end. So, like, the first six, I was like, yeah, no big deal. Seven, okay, he's going to be an eight. eight I mean, there's 15 minutes left in this. Yeah. It's seeming like they're wrapping yeah, things they, up. They told us there was going to be something to yeah, do with Punisher. Yeah. Oh, the trailer at the end of the episode, after all the credits have rolled, and then we don't tell you to stick around. We're just going to think maybe they'll do it. Like, literally, if you're watching this and and you bring up the timer on your thing, you will see the final scene, and then you will see credits roll, yep. and then you will see the Netflix logo and the ABC logo, you know, the, the production companies, and then it goes black. Yep. And then... You, you look at your timer, and you're like, there's two minutes left. What the hell? And then suddenly we get the trailer that's already all over the internet of The Punisher. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's basically, like if you didn't binge watch these in the first eight hours they were on, it's going to be up there. Yep. Yep, exactly. I I binge watched them in, in the first few hours they were on. I binge watched them today because yeah. my other plans fell through, and I, I'm perfectly happy with that because I needed some downtime, so. So how do you want to do this? You want to break this down episode by episode? Do you just want to do a big glossy coverage of it? Um, I think we should start big glossy and go from there because I think if we did episode by episode, yeah, we'd be jumping back and forth too much. I think we should do big glossy and then maybe next week talk about it more. Sure. Yeah, we could do that. Because all the, all the little Easter eggs are going to come out between now and then type of thing. Oh, yeah. So, I actually do have a, a brief synopsis of pretty much each episode. Okay, go for it. Uh, except episode five. Somehow it's not here. It says episode five, and then there's nothing written there. I remember watching episode yeah. five. Yeah. So, anyways, that. basically, this is what I got. Episode one, we get caught up on the cast. Uh, Danny's fighting Electra at the beginning. Yep. We don't know it's her to the very end of the episode, but it is her. Uh, Cage is released from jail. Danny comes back to New York. Because the um, dying guy says, Your fight is in New York. Yes, the guy that Iron lives and kills. Yeah. kills. Uh, and then it ends with an apparent earthquake. Quotey fingers and sends the city into chaos. We see Sigourney Weaver, Alexandra. I can't say her name properly since that Family Guy episode where they had the retirement home where everybody got a pause button on their... So they can ask questions, and they'd be like, why is everybody blue? It was Avatar. They're like, why is everybody blue? Is it cold there? And then one of the old guys presses it, and he goes, is that Signori Weaver? She shouldn't be smoking. She's a handsome woman. So literally every time I see her on the screen in Defenders, I'm like, is that Signori Weaver? Nice. Yeah. Um, And we also see that that Alexander's dying. Yeah. That's Um, Signori Weaver. Yeah. Episode two. um, Well, you forgot about Matt. What's Matt up to? He's doing a pro bono case. And For a lot of money. And he wins his client 11 mil. It doesn't get a bit of it because he's doing a pro bono. Well, I mean, technically with pro bono he is supposed to get. His expenses paid plus his percentage of it, but he's probably being, you know, oh, self-sacrificing. Yeah, and being like, oh, no, I don't. I, I won't accept anything. That's right. Um, but we learned that his relationships aren't that good. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty bad at relationships. Foggy is off um, with his new law firm and really enjoying life up there. As a matter of fact, it's Foggy that gets Luke Cage out of jail. Yep. yep. Because Um, I, I will say that one thing right now as we're getting into this. They did a really good job of taking all the disparate things from the different episodes and weaving them together. You know, each series that we saw took place in the same city. But they all <coughs> were doing their own thing. And they, you know, like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage crossed paths quite yes. a bit. Yep. But for the most part, they all kind of were their own thing. Claire's really the only one that, the only card that knew them all, met them all, and knows all about them all. But in this, they took all those parts and wove them together, like the detective. Yeah. You know, uh, Claire. Yeah. Uh, basically, everybody. Them all. Everybody, yeah. Except it, the villains. Except the. Yeah. The things that we didn't see were the villains from each episode brought in... Well, the hand. Yeah. Because Daredevil did battle the hand. And that was definitely the focus here. Like, we didn't see anything or hear anything about Wilson Fisk. Yes. Uh, We were... Nothing. Because, basically, Alexandra, we learned later in a later episode, is one of the five fingers of the hand. Yeah. Which was a cool way to do it. Yeah, it really was. It really was. Um, And, basically, these five fingers of the hand... They were they were on Kun, Kunlu? Kunlund. 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 Kunlun. 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 And okay, just Kunlun. Kunlun. Kunlund. L U N. Okay. Kunlun. on They were they were there. Yep. That's what they called home. They loved being there, but they decided to to use apparently dragon fossils to make a what they kept calling not elixir. They kept calling the uh, substance the or, substance. Yeah. yeah, and it made them immortal. Yep. And, and they thought that was their right. They were like. I want to be immortal and so they were kicked out of cum yep and they brought a lot of the substance with them that they could and essentially they just kept keep giving it to themselves yep. or giving to each other or whatever or right. as, as time you know, you know and throughout the show alexandra drops hints about being older than she is or being <laughs> older than dirt yeah basically but like you know being there when beethoven and 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 uh Ozart or whatever it was, like, had the piano show off in the episode. Yep. And uh, my favorite one was when she was ordering, and the, uh, the guy brought her the dish of food, she's like, tell your wife that she makes it better than they did in Constantinople, and he's like, you mean Istanbul? That, Constantinople is the ancient name, and I just immediately went right to that, they might be giant song, you know, Istanbul is Constantinople. Um, so, yeah, episode two, you know, We see Stick with Alexandra. Yep, she captures him, uh, which is supposed to let you know that she's pretty powerful because correct. we've all seen she's... how much ass Stick can kick. Right, right. Uh, we learn that Electra. We we learned for sure that Electra is the assassin for Alexandra. The, the black sky. The black that sky. they sky that in yep. the second season of Daredevil. And basically, well, that the third episode is when they really they really uh, dig into that. Dig into that, yeah. Um. We also finally have some of the characters meeting up with each other. Yep. You know, Iron Fist and Luke Cage meet up, and then Jessica Jones gets arrested in Daredevil through Foggy. Or, yeah, I think it's through Foggy. It ends up being Matthew Murdoch, ends up being her lawyer. Yep. And so then we have the, Foggy gave him a bunch of cases and exactly. said, hey, these are too much for me, I'm outsourcing them to you. Yep. Have, a, have a hand, buddy. And so essentially we finally have, of the Defenders, because they did not meet up in the first episode, by the end of the second episode... Two sets of two have met up. So we're getting closer. We're getting closer to building a thing. The second episode was the fight between Luke and Danny, right? Yes. I laughed out loud several times during that fight because it was so funny watching Danny do his kung fu moves. And, and they nothing. just, like, nothing. Like, Mike Coulter didn't move. Yeah, I would love to see the outtakes on that. Because he's just standing there, like, not even, like, bracing. Just standing there. Danny's like, boom, 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 boom. sometimes even, even, like, rapid fire, just, bop, And then he's just, meh. I liked that when he brought the Iron Fist out there and punched him in the face and messed him up. <laughs> Sent him right across the end of the door. But, I mean, like, Luke Cage kept grabbing him and throwing him. Punching him, stepping on him, being like "Stay down," and he's like kicking, 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 not moving. It's, it was it was a fun fight to watch. It was a fun fight to watch. This, Absolutely agreed. This series, along with the other series, they choreograph some great. There's great some fights. really great actors. The Holy fight at the beginning God. with Electra and and Danny, yeah, in this in, in the subway, yeah. it was a fantastic fight. So a lot of great fights in this show. Yes. Um. Episode thirteen. Three. Sorry, episode three. I don't know why I said that. Oh, I no, not know. I know what it is because um, in the first 13 half minutes of this, because I timed it out, uh, we see the story of how Alexandra brought Electra back from the dead and then the training she underwent to become uh, Black Sky. So so basically you're saying for the first 13 and a half minutes, I was bored to tears. No, it's just like I, I'm like, I wonder if this is going to be the whole episode. Nope, it's just going to be the first quarter of the episode yep. type of thing. And then we see Stick cuts off his own hand to escape. Yep. I thought he'd just pop his elbow out, pull his hand, you know, but no, he just, he starts fighting people and cuts his own hand off because they're about to kill him. And, you know, what the hell? You know, or maybe, you know, if that sword is so sharp it could just cut through his bone like that, maybe it could cut through metal. Or maybe, you know, just cut through the thumb. Or maybe cut through metal. Yeah. You know, cut ouch cut the handcuff off, perhaps. At one of the weak links. Right, right. The weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, so terrible. Um I like the part where Luke Cage is complaining about how his face hurts. What happened? Some guy with a glowing hand punched me. <laughs> and she's like, I know who that is. And she like dials the phone yeah. and then next thing you the next scene is they've met up together. Yep. <laughs> and um This is the thing that befuddles me. Okay. All of these people are mutants, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, not all. but Okay, Luke Cage is. He's been been altered. He's an altered human. He's not a human. Right, but Jessica Jones has been altered. They're altered, mutated. No, 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 no. Oh, Jesus. Mutants actually have it in their genetic code, and it activates usually around their 13th birthday when they hit puberty. Roll those eyes a little bit more at me. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, I apologize for that. Anyways, so... Any of you guys who are on the comic podcast and want to uh, chime in here and let Mike know that he is wrong that just because they have superpowers, it's they sem- are not mutants. It's, it's semantics. No, it is not. Do you think so, Superman is mutant? No, he's an alien. Yeah, exactly. But he's got superpowers. Because he's an alien. Okay. He was an no, Earth are planet. the Fantastic Four mutants? Who? The Fantastic Four. I'm sorry, who? <laughs> the Fan-Four-stick. I, I haven't uh, they did, I haven't seen their Oh you disavowed their them self. Yes yes okay. okay I saw that Anyways Is Spider-Man a mutant? He's mutated He's an altered He villain. got bit by a radioactive spider Why didn't he go to Xavier Mansion? Because that's for mutants Because he didn't have to it's for mutants No it's not for mutants It's for gifted children Mutants Gifted students it's Mutants It says gifted on the door It not yep. say mutants It says yep. it gifted Yeah It's branding It's advertising <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, there moving is, on. They're, they're all... But you know what they all are? Inhuman. <laughs> Jesus. No, they're all human. <laughs> God damn it. All right. So get to what's befuddling you, because this is befuddling me. All right, all right, all right, all right. So th- this is like... <laughs> okay, so my son has one of those chunky puzzles out, and John is now uh, all the characters stacked out in front of him like he has an audience of Winnie the Pooh and Cook Company. But I'm also trying to stack them on each other. That's true. Um... Is writing. So, through this whole series, like, okay, they've accepted the fact that Danny's uh, the immortal Iron Fist, his hand glows, and he can punch shit really hard. Yep. And that Luke can be, he's been altered, so bullets don't bother him, but yep. his insides get bothered, If, but it's just the outside. And <laughs> so Jessica Jones like, has been... His one weakness is yeah, Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jessica Jones has been <laughs> Jessica Jones has been altered, so she's got super strength, but she can bleed apparently. Yep. Uh, and then Daredevil's just a really well trained blind guy. They can all accept that, but like, what do you mean? There's a hand? <laughs> what do you mean? There's like this magical place? No, right. no. Like, the, what they're willing to believe and not line. willing to believe. Yeah, like... The, the line's really in a weird place. Yeah, it's the, it's a squiggly line. Yeah. It's not even straight. It's, like, looping <laughs> all over the place, like, what they will believe or won't believe, you know? like Absolutely. The, 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 and, the, and don't forget that this takes place in the same world where they've seen aliens come yes, out of a hole in the yes, sky. Yes, exactly, and yes. destroy their neighborhood. Right. It's not but, like that happened across the country. the fact that Danny lives up in the Himalayan mountains and he's protecting this secret, you know, land yeah. that, you know... No. No, no. You I just wanted Dr. Strange to show up and be like, actually. Yeah. yeah, like, it's just, to me, it's hilarious of what people are willing to believe or not believe. You know? Yeah. um, Yeah. I just, and that's like the theme to the whole episode. Uh, okay, so like I said, of course, Claire brings together. Stick shows up at Danny's dojo because he's looking for the Iron Fist. Yep. and Because um, he recognizes, he, he, he's like, yo. Absolutely. I gotta get you on my side. Yeah. Um, the events of this episode lead all the players, the four defenders, if you will, to Midland Circle. And there is a pretty fantastic fight scene, starting in the boardroom, into the hallways, and and beyond, all the way to the height of this Chinese restaurant. It, it reminded me of like season one Daredevil that hallway fight scene. Not as good, but yes. still, I, I don't know if anything will ever top that season one Daredevil fight scene because the it was one cut. shot. Yeah, it was one take. I don't know how many yep. times he had to do it, but it was one continuous take yep. of him going in and out of those rooms and fighting everybody. And I love when he stops before he goes into the room, and he pulls the mask up so the little kid will see his face and not be a... Yeah. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. Now, the the fight here at Midland Circle, it, this is when Danny basically goes in and he's yes. like, you know, addresses Danny. the board of his company and says, I oh, know no, your it's it's No, it's not his company. It's a shell corporation that used right, his right, company. Right. Well, it's it's a company that used his company to, to uh launder money basically yep. and, and whatever. And he basically is just like, I know you're the hand. Signori <laughs> yeah. like, Weaver is like, So what you gonna do about it? Yeah, exactly. She's like, Well, I'm the immortal. He's like, I'm the Immortal Iron Fist. I'm gonna stop you and he's like and you know, she's like, Oh, well, all these people are here to take you anyways. And she's she says, Unlike every other immortal iron fist, I'm not I'm gonna, not gonna kill, kill, kill you. Yes, because they need something from him. They need his access for the a substance. Yes. And I thought one of the funniest parts of this that was downplayed so well was that both Jessica and Matt show up at the same time. Yeah, And Matt's like, look, this is too dangerous. He's like, I know what you can do, but this is too dangerous. You need to get out of here. And he takes her scarf, yeah. wraps it around his head so that his eyes are hidden, you know, yeah. so that he's still got his mask. And then does all these acrobatics and just runs up the stairs like he's jumping over yes, people and falling yes, over people. Yes. He goes, 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 and like it's really you're like, yes, is he going to get there in time? Is he going to get there in time? And he gets up to the and top bar, and she walks out. She just walks out and goes, "That scarf looks stupid." I guess and he goes, "Hey, it's <laughs> no, your scarf. She says, this scarf makes you look like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's your scarf." <laughs> that was punctuated later on a couple episodes later when he yeah. actually has the daredevil suit on and <laughs> she goes the scarf looked better nice ears their horns but uh i you know when i i loved they get up there they go you know danny's already in the boardroom fighting and then luke cage shows up <laughs> and they had been arguing earlier about you know and he's like oh now it's okay to punch things yeah it's complicated it's complicated yeah. But, but they synced right up. Yes. Like, as soon as the guns all came out, did, yeah. Danny got right behind Luke. You know, he's like, oh, Luke, you're my shield. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, they just... he Luke? Jessica? Yeah. How have you been? Oh, it's been weird. yes yeah, that really guy? Uh, he's my lawyer. He's my lawyer. <laughs> Who's that guy? That's Danny Rand, the billionaire? <laughs> and then they all fight together. Yes. And I, fight well. Fight very well. Except that, like, literally, they said... We've got to stay together and we'll survive. And then and the first thing Matt does is right just go off on his own. Yeah, that was the, the the running gags in this, if you will, is the not believing each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt hiding that Electra is Electra. Yep. And then all of them being very offended and can't trust him. I'm glad they didn't harp on that. We can't trust you thing for too long. He's yeah. just like, yeah, I know. I fucked up. But come on. Move and, on. and at first he didn't know it was her. It right. wasn't until he heard her breathe that one yes. time. He was like, wait a minute. Yeah. And then and Sticks he confirmed it to him. Right, because he couldn't believe it at first either, because he watched her die. He he held her in his arms and, as he died. And then he heard her breathe, but he didn't hear a heartbeat. And he's like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, what a great, great fucking fight. Sincerely. like It was a great scene. And they. I love how they ended up at that Chinese restaurant. Yep. And and Danny, and I can't remember if it's, this was the end of three, beginning of four, it doesn't matter. But Danny's like... <laughs> don't worry, I agree, I paid them, you know, they're good, but we had we had to order four of <laughs> I everything. I gave off him my black card, he said that i paid the next six months of rent. Yeah. And, oh, and he goes, come on, let's eat. You ordered food? Well, I, I ordered four of everything off the menu. It was part of the deal. It was deal. part of the deal. And he goes, oh, is that, is that, oh, is that pork? Nah, shrimp. Oh, man, that guy's got pork. Yes. And he just looks <laughs> at him <laughs> I I did enjoy how resistant Matt Murdock was to this. Yep. Because he was fighting against his... His true nature of being Daredevil, yep, for so long since the end of the second season and Electra's death and everything else, and he's trying to go for good for his chicky poo there, yep. Um, but it's not working out for him, right? Because in the meantime, yeah. I'm trying to think, yeah, I'm trying to remember the order of them was Luke Cage before Daredevil season two, yes, okay. believe so okay so we had daredevil season two and then we had iron fist so things were going on with the hand and everything in new york and he was just like nope i'm i've hung up the cowl i'm not gonna be daredevil yeah and that was you're right and then that was the other thing it's just like he was trying to like you guys don't understand and basically he he does that impassioned speech but when you're holding something you love dying in your arms and da 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 and um you know he had his reasons, and he and he was also trying to stick to them, and then ultimately, in the end, he couldn't. But here you've got four people who are each watching, walking their own path, yep, and oh yeah, fight to be individuals. Yes. They do not want partners. They do not want to work together. Even Jessica and Luke, who have technically worked together, were like, "No, don't want to." But Danny, was she like, just gets up <laughs> and walks out. Of the rest of the sticks like sit down, and she just gets up and walks out. But Danny was just like, "We work so well together." Yeah, you know, like, yeah, he started to recognize it because he also knows better than any of them. Like, Daredevil, you know, Matt saw some of the hand, right. you know, he saw some of the crap that was going on, but, you know, Danny knows what's going on. Yeah. And he knows that they need to come together. And, you know, Colleen, of course, gets like, she feels like she's getting pushed to the back. Which kind of was. <laughs> well, yeah, she was, but it was more along the lines of like, okay, I don't want you to get hurt. She's kind of ignorant of him because she should be allowed to make her own decisions. And she's pretty badass. And she's a pretty badass fighter, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's she proven really that many is. times. Uh, yeah, yeah, she has. Yep. But, you know, finally in episode four, we get the Defenders all sitting down over Chinese food, you know, and they decide <laughs> that eventually they decide, hey, we're going to become a team, you know. Until they're not. And to, and to fight the hand. And then Stick shows up at the end, you know, shows up at the restaurant and, eh, yeah. And then I have episode five. Which- and Matt basically, like, Stick is sitting there telling them, "Yeah, you know, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going on. And Danny's like, yeah, it is. And Matt's like, Stick's an asshole. Don't trust him. He's yeah. just doing it for himself. We can't believe him. They're already mad at Matt. Yeah. And now he's like, this guy sucks. Yep. Yeah. So it's just. It's proving to them that nobody can trust anybody else. Right? You know why work together as a team? So we're going to be a team, but, but everything's wrong. I mean, by the end of the season, by the end of the episode eight, they do come together to become a team. Tigger just died. Uh, that's too bad. He's, he's the only one. Was um, so episode five is the big Chinese room fight. You know, Alexandra shows up. Basically, she's like, "We want you, Danny. We need you alive." And Danny just, throughout the rest of the episodes, basically thinks, oh, they just want me to join them because I'm a weapon. Right. And. But the rest of us who have seen the first episode. Right. Are just like, oh, two plus two equals they want his fist. Right, Right, exactly. They need him for some other reason. Um, But regardless, they need him. So when they're like, Danny, you need to go in hiding because they need you. If they get you, we're all all screwed. The whole city's screwed. And Danny's like, no, I need to be there on the front lines fighting. It's my destiny. like. And They're like no, like you really shouldn't be because yeah. you're literally the only thing they want. Yeah, and I've if said they, we won't kill you. We yeah. want you alive. And if they get you, who knows what it is that they're going to do when they get you? We have no idea. We, as the viewers, can pretty much surmise. Well, you we've know. seen both sides of the party there, yeah. but they've they mentioned though, that there's he's... a big wall that they can't get through. Explosives don't right. work, the uh, and then Signori Weaver says, "Oh, but it was built by the." Uh, the monks of Kunlun, and yeah. they valued one thing above all else. The Iron Fished. Yeah. But, I mean, I just felt like um, there was a little bit too much conflict at times between the team. I know you need a little bit. Isn't that kind but, of the way that this, these series have all gone, though? Like, we get some good stuff, and then we get, like, the parts where it's all conflict or argument or, you know, well, I can't trust you, I can't trust you. Whether it's, you know, Danny can't trust Colleen, or he can't trust the the brother and sister that are running his company. Uh, Luke with uh, the the different people he's working with, whether it's the detective or Claire. uh, Matt with everybody. uh, Uh, Jessica with everybody. Jessica with everybody, especially, yeah. I don't know, we get, um... We get the big fight scene in episode five. Another big fight Another season. one in the Chinese restaurant, which was pretty pretty awesome. Well, I was I was expecting that we were going to see Signori Weaver start to fight. Um, oh, we never did. Because she's standing right there, and she's, like, walking along and, like, touching each one of them and being like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, she's finally going to throw it. She even takes her jacket off at one point. You're like, yeah, she's going to throw it out. And then the next thing you see, like – there's multiple people in there fighting, and she's up on a balcony, and you're yeah. like, Where, what? Where'd she go? Yeah. Well, also, like, Jessica Jones had walked off, and then she comes back by driving a car into the building and hitting she got into her own fight out Yes, there. and hitting Electro with the car. Yeah, which was great. It was great, yeah. Was no, no well. she wasn't driving because remember, she was standing up there. That's right. She, she just threw she, the car. She pushed through. it through the door, yeah, yeah. yeah. The wall. To remind happen. us all that she's super strong. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. That was pretty awesome. I enjoyed that. And yeah, it was then, even cooler that she wasn't driving. Um, that was also the episode where they decide that Danny needs to be, you know, we need to, or maybe it was episode six. It was five or six, where they basically decide that Danny, you know what, uh, they want you, so now they all turned against Danny to lock it up. Yeah, lock him up, basically, and Luke Cage gets left to babysit him. And of course he Him and Stick. Him and Stick, yes. And then basically Stick poisons Luke and knocks him out because he's gonna kill Danny. Which again, all he had to do was get because, him to Taco Bell. Right. Well boy, what it was oh, we left on this part. They captured one of the five fingers. Yes. Colleen's old not you know, not Colleen Sensei, the the uh, the newly introduced one that Luke had yes, been. That's right. The new guy up. we met, the uh, Mr. White Hat or whatever it is. Yeah, because uh, they said that he was a real African guy with yeah, a white hat. Yeah, gunrunner, etc. And Luke ends up capturing him, and then they torture him. And it, there's something that he says that, um, that makes Stick think, oh, okay, they want Danny alive because they need him. Yep. And he's worth dying over. And yeah, he's, he's like, all that we care about is the immortal iron fist. Exactly. He's the key to everything or something like that. So he takes off this guy's head. And everyone else is like, oh, why did you do that? And I'm like, why did they do that from the beginning? Right. If these guys represent the organization, there's five of them. Well, you take one away. Now there's four of them. Right. And that's essentially, like, I can do. And <laughs> essentially, <laughs> Stick boxes up his head and mails it away. Yep. Guess where that's going. Yeah. Mails him his head. So, oh, there you go. You got him back now. But, um... But yeah, so Stick and Luke are there watching Danny, who's unconscious, because yes. Luke pummeled him. And then Danny wakes up. Yep. But Stick is burning some incense for clarity. Well, Danny wakes up, and him and Luke have a good conversation. Oh, about, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then Stick's like, you can't be his buddy, blah, blah, blah. And essentially, he the, the incense is poisons Luke, knocks him out, and then... Uh, Stick he goes tries to to kill Stick goes to try to kill Danny and Danny warns him when Electra's there, he ends up battling Electra first spell, and then Electra kills Stick. Yep. Which I I gotta say I did not expect I didn't expect it either, but it makes sense. It does. You know? Yeah. It makes sense. So it, we, just as much as it makes sense that Stick would yep. want to kill Danny, because hey, if they need the immortal iron fist, if he's not around, they can't get what they want, they lose. Right. So she kills Stick and then everyone else shows up and she ends up single handedly knocking out the rest of the team. Like literally, like knocks them all, like knocks them all unconscious. Yeah, and then takes. Uh, of course, Luke was already kind of down from the incense, so he was yeah. he was fighting at about twenty five percent capacity. We'll say correct. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, but he takes Danny to a uh, to Alexandra. Yep, and turns him over. Basically, she does. She yeah. yeah sorry, Electra takes. Danny, yeah. Alexander. Drags him in as they're all looking at the head, the decapitated head, because apparently the mail system works really quickly there. Very damn fast. Either yeah. that or it took her a couple of days to drag oh. him over there. Uh, not to mention they just decided that they were going to basically mutiny. Yeah. Because Alexandra, is uh Swing Weaver's character, is the leader apparently of the, of the group. Yeah. Of the, the, the other. Do you think that party. makes her the middle finger or the uh, thumb? Uh, uh, got to be the index finger because she's number one. Number one. The pointy one. Yes. Pulls the trigger on the gun. Didn't mean for that to rhyme, but it did anyway. It worked. I thought you were doing Sean Connery. <laughs> Is that a Sean Conneryism? Um. Anyway, so at some point, I can't remember the conversation, but Al, uh, not Lady Alexandra, <laughs> Alexandra, I'm crossing over shows, reveals to. Electra, that she, you know, like just because she was brought back doesn't mean she's going to stay back. You know, I mean, she she could die. Yep. But at the same time, if she uses the substance, and she will, um, I'm gonna live, live forever. forever. Yeah. And, and during all this, don't forget back in like episode three where they had the boardroom fight. Yes. Uh, Matt said Electra, and it made her pause. Yes. Because up until that point, we had seen in the flashbacks that when she came back. She, like, didn't even have language skills at first, and she kept asking who she really was, yeah. and uh, Signori Weaver wouldn't tell her. She was so, like, nope, I'm telling you. Um, so, so, yeah, so they're teasing that he rec- that she recognizes him, and... But but then at this point, when she tells her, you know, you won't be alive forever, she goes, yes, you used to be Electro Nachos, but yeah. she died, and you could, too. So, perhaps, you know, you know perhaps... You'll be okay, but perhaps not. Right. Um, so, episode seven. Uh, after they've all been knocked out, Jessica wakes up. They all wake up at the police station. Jessica's handcuffed to a table. Luke is chilling in one room, and and Matt's uh, in another. Matt's chilling in the lawyer's office, the DA's office, laying on a couch. So it's like, how did Jessica Jones rate so poorly compared to the other two? Right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but uh, Matt's very thankful to Foggy that he was not wearing the uh, Daredevil costume or the mask when they brought him in, so yeah. his secret is still safe. That's funny that you know with these the other three, yeah, they're very open. Everybody knows their identity. Oh yeah, and Matt is like no way hell bent. Yeah, that you know even though you know Jessica figures it out by like episode three or four. It's episode like, three is or episode um it's episode four. When she says when, or maybe it was the end of episode three, but basically she was just like, "You gotta take your mask off and show him who you are." No, I can't do that because I won't be able to like. It would be hard for me to recall. That's right. Yeah. You know. And that's when he takes it off and he's like, "My name's Matt." Yeah. <laughs> um. Episode seven. So now remember, uh, there are only eight episodes. I know. Jessica, no, I was telling oh, Jessica wakes up, in the police station hangs up the table. Murdoch wakes up in the office. The police station, Luke Cage is knocked out. And the bottom of the shaft, Danny is fighting Electra. And, of course, the suck- <laughs> she suckers him into activating his glowing hand by her words and then punching precisely where it needs to be punched yeah. into the wall. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, come on. Yeah. Like, and then I remind myself, this is based on comic books, Yeah, so that's exactly the kind of thing that would happen in a collar. Pretty much, yeah. But, um, so yeah, they, they, he's now fulfilled his purpose, as far as they're concerned. Right, he's he's unlocked, uh, he knocked out a wall that was full of skeletal remains of these dragons that they can use to, to make the substance, and allegedly when they remove them all, the skeletal remains, the city will collapse? Oh, and let's not forget Midland Circle Building was built on like a hundred foot deep shaft. Can you dig it? Um yeah. Scrolling up. Now was this the one where Electra commits her own mutiny? Uh I feel like it was before this. No, it's when she brings. Was it when she brought Danny? Before the, the hand? They had the mutiny. She brought in Danny. They let him away. And the others said, like, oh, you should kill. We need to, we need to kill these other people. We need to kill the devil of New York. We need to kill, you know, the unbreakable one. We need to kill Jessica Jones or whatever. The unrelenting one. The unrelenting one, yeah. And um, she's like, okay. And she just turns to go to walk away, and you think, oh, okay, she's gonna go kill him because, you know, oh, and the last thing she says, you need to kill that devil of New York, whatever the hell his name is. And she comes back and she kills Alexandra and goes, his name is Matthew. Yeah. And then she says, now you work for me. Yeah. And then and she says I'm Electronachios. Yes. And you work for me. Yeah. And they went, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> but um cuz she's the black sky. So that's it was in episode 8 is when the the oldest member of the uh the crew there tells us she's down in the cemetery that the Gao? yeah, Gao. tells us that the uh their remains are that of dragons and that is what they're going to use to Make the stuff get back that, to, uh, yeah, make this the substance to power them, and they want to get back to come you know, on. So. Yep. And hopefully Danny's one that can take them back there. So at this point, you start thinking to yourself, now wait a minute, wait a minute. We've had the Hand operating in New York, doing all this stuff yep. to basically get some petrified cocaine. Basically, yeah, it's going to make them immortal. <laughs> Basically, not for their men, just oh, for themselves. Exactly, yeah, just them. Just die already, yeah. you know. You have you know? good lives for several hundreds of years. It it almost makes it like it almost makes the lead up to this a little bit diffused. It's not a super weapon. It's not uh, their own backdoor entrance to Kunlun that they're going to use Kunlun it's as it's like a, a weapon. Team. Yeah, it's a tea. It's basically like a tea or a salve or a cream or whatever it is to have they construct it down. You know, is it described as a substance. Yeah. At, at that point, if I was Danny, I might say, "Hey, how about this? I'll just activate it. You take your stuff and just go away. Leave the rest of us alone. Yeah, no harm no foul. We're done. We can end all this bloodshed and all this crap." Cuz they just want to live forever. Go live forever. Get away from us. That's just not in New York. Yeah. Not in our city. If they had been pulling Excalibur out of there and saying, we're going to use this to kill everybody in the world. Well, that's one thing. But yes. they're like, we just want some tea. <laughs> oh, British. Of wanting the tea bit. That's right. So anyhow, um, episode eight. Which just uh, entitled... The defenders. the defenders. Yes. This is when they finally really come together. Well, they go to the building. get together. Right now. They go to the building and, uh, the, the, the circle building and they're going to blow it up. Yep. Cause that's what the architect. Yes. Because this whole thing of Justice Jones got pulled in was this architect who went missing and, and he had, he designed the building and then they found all the C4 in the place he was staying at and they found his plans and basically figured out know, he had enough explosives to blow this building up. And he had discovered that if he did it in these places, then it would bury whatever was hidden itself, and-, and it basically collapse everything almost into that 100-foot tunnel. Yep. Um, and so that's what they did. Apparently, with no bomb training whatsoever, Jessica was able to uh, set those explosives where they needed to be. Of course, you know, some guy shows up. There's a machine gun fight. Uh, the timer accidentally gets turned on. Misty shows up. She does some killing. Then she gets her arm cut off, right, Ooh, right, up, right up the elbow, right on her right yeah. arm. You know, and she's she's in rough shape. Yeah. But and, Colleen uh, saves her by decapitating her mentor. <laughs> I, I wanted her to say like there could be only one. I did too. I did too. So now we've got uh, what, Three fingers of the uh, the hand are dead. You just have Gao and the uh, Asian fellow left. Yeah, the one Didn't who refused to speak anything but Japanese. Yeah, well, he he ran off in the end anyways. We don't we don't see what happened to him. But, uh, you know, this this again culminates with some pretty amazing fights, some fights down in the tunnels, yep. fights upstairs, fights everywhere. They're just great fights, and I think they do a big enough fight that uh, <clears throat> Gao slips out. We don't know where she went or how she got out. We know the elevator got broken or whatever. Uh, But essentially, like... That was a cool scene. That was a cool scene. Yeah. Really cool. Like, the elevator's falling and Danny and Luke are in it. And they're like, yeah And then it just stops and they look up and Jessica's holding the cable. You guys want to, like, start climbing? Yeah. But you know what? When she let it go, it never fell all the way back down into the shaft. Like, and I kept waiting for it to come out, you know, yeah. like crush the old lady or yeah. knock her down or something. But whatever. Um, yeah. So. But why were only those two in the elevator? Yes, they were down fighting and basically Daredevil told them to leave. Yeah. I will, You know, we got to get going. You got to get to the surface. Got to get people out of here because of the bombs. I'll, I'll be right behind you. I'm going to. I can convince Electra yes. to be good he's again. Going, yeah, I'm going to be right behind you. And he basically tells Danny, "Just go. Yeah, protect my city." Yep. And there, she's caught in the explosion, and the assumption is that he's dead. Now, me personally, I was like, "No, no, there's no way." But I'm wondering what they're going to go with, and I just had to wait to, you know. Yeah, basically at the last, you know, the last yeah. scene with him down there, he, he's he got Electra there, and they've beaten each other, and he's been saying, you know, you can be good, I've seen it in you, and they do the whole back and forth yeah. thing, and then finally she, like, she comes too, and she's like, I'm sorry for all the pain and suffering that I've caused you, Matthew. Yes. And they kind of embrace, and then you see the building just collapse down in. He's like, you know we're going to die here, and she's like, no, this is what living really is. Oh, yes, no, we've just, we're living now or some shit, yeah, corny. But uh, of course, we see after we go and and everyone talks to everyone, and hey, we're still friends, and none of us, none of us went to jail, yeah, for anything we did, because the police didn't file reports, so the DA's office can't prosecute us. Uh, I, yeah, they can. Um, <laughs> but uh, everyone's living happily ever after. Basically. Basically, you know what I mean? If you Even uh, Foggy and Karen have kind of moved on. They're yeah. both still upset, but they've kind of moved on. But uh, everyone's sad about Murdoch, about Matt being dead. Yeah. And like I said, he shows up. But they're not letting it affect their lives that much. Well, no. but he shows up at like uh, a nunnery. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. OK, I was trying to figure out what it is, but it, it's some kind of some sort of a hospital place. I, at first, I thought oh, maybe he she's got like some uh, um, fiddle heads, not fiddleheads. What am I saying? She's like, I got. Oh, I thought like she had somehow got him out. And like they were at this. this not a nunnery, but some cabin and. Oh, you thought that was Electra? Yes, at oh. first. You know what I mean? Until she said Maggie. Yeah. She said Maggie, he's awake. Go tell Maggie he's go awake. Go tell Maggie he's awake. I don't know why. I don't either. That's weird. Uh, but yeah, to go tell Maggie he's awake. And I, I thought, thought you were trying to refer to the rosary beads that were there or something. Nope. Like, nope. Why would he think fiddleheads? Oh, is that where you got the nunnery from is the rosary beads? Yeah. Okay. I thought that was her sitting on the bed. That Somehow they got out of there. Plus, I think she was wearing a habit. Oh. Perhaps. Um... He's all bandaged and bruised. Yeah, but the time has not passed very much because he's still stove up. It's only been a couple of days, yeah. probably. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was. I'm glad they didn't like do a mystery with the daredevil or showing us mad at the end. Like they didn't just leave us on the cliff. I mean, oh, I'm pretty, pretty sure still they in there? already told us that we were getting a season three. So. Right, but now it's like, okay, so is season three going to be in New York City? Is it going to be them off in the country somewhere? You know, like, what? what is it we're going to see? Either way, I'm going to watch it. I really want season three to bring Wilson Fisk back in oh. a big way. Misty got her arm cut off. Yeah, you mentioned that. I did? Yeah. You oh, said that yeah. it was right up by her elbow. Right up by her elbow. Yep. Now, in the comic book, she got her arm cut off as well, right? I'm not aware. See, I thought I remember Rue talking about that. And I was trying to figure, all right, how are they gonna do that? And then we find out that the hospital she's in is uh Danny owns it. Yep. So I'm like, oh, okay. She'll be fine. And it's it's state of the art. Yeah, she'll be yeah, she'll be fine. She'll get her arm yep. back. So after breaking them all down, my thoughts were this. One, awesome fight scenes. A lot of really good fight scenes. Really well. You know, these series, if nothing else, choreographs some great fight scenes. A lot of great action. Scenes. Two, I really liked as I said before, how they managed to bring all these disparate characters into the same world that they already lived in, as it is, um, it was less awkward than like an Avengers. Yes, you know where it's like, oh, how come we're going to bring them all together? You know, even more so in Age of Ultron, like why are we going to bring them all together? Um, Real quick, now did you did you like the fact that they took so long to finally get them to meet up? I did. See, at first, I was like, after the first episode, I was like, okay, so they, none of them even really met either any of them. Of thing. Yeah. And then as the slow build went on, I'm like, okay, I actually like this. Yeah, I really did. I actually like this. Because, because it played to all their characters, too, because none of them liked working together except for Danny, you know, because he realized that teamwork can make a difference. And uh, I, I liked how they built up to that. It was not just like, a, oh, we've all got to come together in a moment of crisis. I mean, like I said, Jessica even walked out of the restaurant. She's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Fuck you guys. And then, Basically, and then found that guy in the car and beat the tar out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and then threw his car through the window. Um, but, yeah, I really like that. I liked the fact that they didn't actually form up until the end. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely appreciated that. Some of it, like I said, felt a little um, hacky, you know, like Man. the fact that they were finding dragon bones in one building yeah, well, under a building. And that was the other thing, too. It's like, oh, the, the they say, well, once we remove these dragon bones, the city will crumble. Yeah. Is it, be, is it because they took them out and they are supporting it somehow? Like If that's the case, I'd say maybe two, three blocks up post. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's like, or is it you'll have all the power and you're going to crumble the city? Yeah. Like, I didn't understand that. I, I didn't either. And they also, the little earthquake we saw earlier, was that them trying to blow open the door, do you think? That's the impression that I got. Because she said that they tried everything and it wouldn't budge. Um. But yeah, so some of that seemed a little hokey. Yeah. Um overall I liked it. Um yeah. I, I did enjoy it. There were still some areas that it dragged a little bit. Um not as much as some of the other seasons though, like the thirteen episodes of Luke Cage. I felt there were <laughs> a lot of areas that were <sighs> that was me. so rough. That was the I had the hardest time watching that one. Yeah. Um, but overall I liked it. Um I haven't looked at the reviews. You know, I didn't want to go into this looking at the reviews and saying, okay, what's everybody think? And then see if yeah. you know, I liked it. I mean, everybody hated Iron Fist preliminarily. So I, I, I kind of liked it, it, though. I loved Iron I, Fist. I, I, I liked it. I, didn't, I, didn't it I watched it. the more of it I liked. It was Luke Cage was the one. Like, I, I had to like stop for like a month and then go back and force myself to finish it. Same here. I just couldn't get through it. Yeah. And the other thing I noticed, it was weird. Like, depending on, like, when we first meet the characters – each one, like, when we see them, it's kind of, like, in the vein of, from their, like, the same um, style and feel yes. and music and everything yes. of their individual series. Yep. Even the intro music and the intro, like, um, yeah. themes, yep. it felt like a little bit of music pulled from each one of them. Yep. And then, like, depending on the fight scene, whoever was the lead guy or whatever, they played that style of music from yep. their TV show as well. So I, I liked that. Yep. Because they wanted to give each character the same the same feel as their original show, if you will. Yeah. Um, I liked some of the in-jokes, you know, like uh, them talking about, oh, Iron Fist and Luke Cage, we'd make a great team. I don't see it. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, um, the, the little weird will they, won't they, because, like, Luke gets out and he's with Claire and he's like, "Yeah, Claire." And I mean, he ravishes her. And, oh, yeah, he does. And then that's a. Yeah. He meets up with Jessica he and he's like, "Hey, buddy, <laughs> like, oh, nice. mm, are we gonna do this again?" Uh, um, I liked. Uh, what was it? Um, I just had it when we were talking a minute ago. It'll come back to me, maybe. I'm sure. Oh, there was a lot I liked about the show. There was a lot Some of it I was like yeah, but it was never enough to pull me out like with Luke Cage or like with some of the some of the corniness in Iron Fist and I, I was I was kind of like Nick about the whole about Danny's attitude being towards um, well, if the only reason they're looking for is me because they're gonna use me to get what they want done. Uh, I better just stay and fight and put myself out in the open. Like he argued, like when they were like, no, no, you need to stay on the wraps for a while. And he was like, no, yeah. I don't. Yep. So, I don't know. I liked it a lot. Yep. I liked it a lot. Yep. I, I would definitely recommend it. I'm looking forward to reading the upcoming articles with everyone. All, these are all the Easter eggs and this is what you missed and even more than that, I'm looking forward to all the uh butthurt fanboys who are like, you know, oh, this is what's wrong with oh, everything in the Defenders and why it sucks and I thought they did a great job with it. I, I thought they did a great job of doing a team up team up with Although, the characters and the biggest bullshit of entire um, episodes. No Punisher. No Punisher. Yeah. After being told after they basically they advertised he's gonna be in it yeah. and he's not in it. Yeah. That annoyed me. Vic. Yeah, that annoyed me. But. I'm wondering if when the Punisher comes out, if they're going to like try to go for a more TVMA kind of thing. Probably. He should, the fight scenes, okay. We, we talked about the hallway fight scenes. Well, Punisher's hallway fight scene in the jail cell. Where he, yeah. I mean, it is violent, <laughs> and it is bloody. Yep. It's pretty awesome, actually. The drill to the foot. <laughs> Um, that'll do me in every time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, the Punisher trailer just looks awesome. Yes. And I look forward to watching that. I do, too. I'm hoping that's sooner than later. Yep. Well, we know that they've got another season of Jessica Jones because we yeah. got that picture of uh, Kilgrave. We know that they're doing Daredevil Season 3. Yep. We'll see. Yeah. We shall so. see. I think that sums it up. I, I think that that's uh, that's about it. Good. I need to go to bed. Yeah, I think I do too. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, reach out to us. Give us a chat on the Twitter machine. I'm at Superstar Mel. I'm at the Quantum Geek G33K. The show is at What Did You Watch, and we got that Facebook page too. So thanks. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you next week. <sighs>